house gang. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 92 of the Fresh Mondays podcast with your two favorite podcasters, Diana and Marley. Welcome back, welcome back. And we're officially in the fall. It's officially fall season, right? Because last week was the last day of summer. And out here they have a thing called Indian Summers, which I don't know if it's appropriate, but I've never, my mom used to always say it and I never understood it until I moved here. And that is real. Just the switches and climates, just, you guys know I love talking about the weather. Just, it affects your mood. I think you miss your calling. (laughs) I mean, a weather girl? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Today, we're going to have a slight breeze. Like, I could. There you go. But I'm I'm messed up with the whole weather change and things like that. And I think the whole shift of seasons happening while you're indoors is really hard, too. But. I think it, it reminds me of, especially when I was in junior high, the reason junior high, I think of, because you always want to be outside at that age. Well, mm-hmm. at least our generation of children used to want to be outside at that age. <laughs> so it's like, I remember when I would go to school in the morning, I would have to wear a jacket and then, cause it was so cold. And then mm-hmm. towards the middle of the day, um, you could take your jacket off. You're like stripping off. Right. And then when you're walking home from school, you used to be hot cause it was hot. Yes. And then like an hour later it's cold. You know what I'm saying? Like the weather is super bipolar and that is a description of basically an Indian summer. So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so that's what I'm experiencing here, but I'm excited for fall. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm getting a FaceTime guys. I'm <laughs> It came out on my laptop. My bad. <laughs> no, so what I'm excited about for fall, I think I planned out my, like, unless nobody, uh-oh, it's an emergency. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, they bad. okay? Um, no, yeah. so what makes me excited for fall is that I kind of, like, started planning my own little solo tours of Massachusetts in the fall to get really, like, hocus pocus ish kind of vibes to kind of excite me and if anybody wants to right. join and fly out and participate in my little bootleg tour that oh, i'm making cool. come and join me and it's only gonna be in the I daytime because i don't do ghosts i would say that that seems to be the theme right now because it's halloween coming up i love halloween can't wait to dress up um i also am pretty excited because september is a, is a it always ends nicely it's my anniversary, so it's always a very nice time of year for oh, me as well. Nice. So I love me some end of September loving. Vibes. But um, vibes for sure. But also I want to make sure that uh, we jump into some topics regarding some thing that I was really thinking about the other day. Because you know how um, women seem to find it attractive to get with guys that do things that are illegal? Like that's the most basic way I can describe it you see what I'm saying and it's like it could be my environment it could be you know victims of your circumstances type of situation right but am am I wrong or or what's going on here that's that's hilarious to me but I think like we all want a little bad boy persona right like isn't it always like if you have a man who's super clean cut to the core you'll be like all right I'm a little give me something I need let's yeah I need a little action a high right, speed right, chase. Right. I don't know. Whoa, Not high speed Miley? chase. Well, no, okay. Wait, wait. Damn. <laughs> okay. A little, like, you know, just give me a little umph, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think there's those who, you're right, there's those who are in the circumstance, like the 
the that, circle of your environment. environment. Yeah. Right. Like those are people, you know, those are people you end up dating, being around if you live in area, space or place. Right, right, right. Well, that's what it is. But go ahead. With, yeah. Well, that's where people, you know, reside or whatever the case is. That is what it is. Um, and then there's those, I think, that just, like, get caught up or attract these situations sometimes because they may not know their worth in it sometimes or they oh. find, or maybe they just find the excitement in it but then get too caught up, like, don't know how to exit out of it. Does that make sense? Like, okay, I'll date him for a week or two. It's super fun and cute. This keeps me busy. But then you're caught up in it a year later. Like, No, yeah. I mean, I think that the problem, not the problem, but the risk you take whenever you get involved with a person doing illegal activities, even if it starts off light, the potential for it to get serious can happen because it can happen with anybody. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you can get caught up with anybody, mm-hmm. literally. Like a person that has a million dollar paying job and a guy that's been unemployed for the past three years you see what i'm saying like it can happen so it's like they both can be criminals and (laughs) one could be a criminal a million dollar criminal is a real thing like oh yeah like bank fraud like just scammers white collar crime is a real thing yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely but you might be more safe as the woman as your man is doing like depends on how much you know would you like to know if your man was in like Wall Street ish kind of like investor kind of pushing money, you know all that illegal things that happen down Loki in that that space, would you want to know or would you just want to be completely oblivious of that money part? That's a very interesting question because this is how I see it. I feel like when you sign up to be married to somebody or their partner, you agree to discuss life risking decisions. Like, that's something that you have an understanding of. Like, if this is going to risk our lives, let me know. You feel me at the end of the day? But um, as a person that would appreciate the protection at the end if she hits the fan, you see what I'm saying? I'll be like, thank you for protecting me and not allowing me to know what was going on. Because now I can't do time for this because I had no idea. So it's like, I understand both sides. But I think that the commitment side outweighs the risk, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Like, I think of... um... Real Housewives, Teresa Judice, her husband, right? Essentially, she states she didn't know, but she signed off on things, giving trust to him, but you're still caught up in the situation. But they both do time, no? They both do time, and he gets deported, Mm. right? So, like, needless to say, I don't know if she knew, I can't remember if she knew or not, but sometimes you get in deep. You and your husband do one or two, you know, come off a little bit of money, and then it just gets going and maybe you as the wife kind of fall back fall back and like take care of the kids but that shit can always come back and bite you some way some i shape. think that it's um it's 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 addictive to figure things out and like to work out a scheme and like kind of get a hack in life i think that's an addictive feeling and i don't know if it's if the if anybody can really resist it if you even get to the point that you start doing it you see what i'm saying that's why it's best not to you then get what you i mean become the criminal because of, no, because at the end of the day, it's going to feel really good to make money at a way that's a, a more, more rapid rate without having to pay a lot of the taxes that you have to pay to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you find out that life hack anybody, when they find out that, you don't want to stop doing that. Absolutely. So don't even start. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't start with them. Um, but I will say that I think there are some women who, I mean, I at a younger age, 
was all down for like the bad boy type kind of things push a little bit here push a little bit there kind of movement making money but I think you kind of grew out of that you kind of want something where I don't want to be on edge all day it's not (laughs) I'm not in that mood right or like I don't want to think of like where you are or will you come back like that becomes stressful right so I think it depends on the person whether you really grow out of that phase or if you find a way how to get out of it or get out of that circumstance right and change your habits or yourself but I don't even know if it's like growing out of it like I think sometimes yes uh, me in my in my personal situation much like yourself when you're younger you date people that do stupid shit you know what I'm saying we're all doing something stupid right so you kind of just risk it and run with it because you're young and it's like whatever and you feel invincible at certain stages of your life and that's one of them so yeah I get it you know what I'm saying and I mean I've, I've dated drug dealers and I'm gonna be honest with you um I, I wouldn't recommend it that's just me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because people mm-hmm. grow up and but everybody's different at the end of the day but as far as uh whether or not you grow out of something sometimes it's a personality thing like some women are built like criminals too mentally So it's like they connect with a criminal because they are a criminal. And I mean that in a sense of not because I think criminal is bad. I'm not using the word criminal in a, in a negative rap sheet. Yeah. We're not using it like, you know, in a person that is comfortable with breaking the law to get what they want. Right. That's what I mean. I know that sounds terrible, but we're all being honest here. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's like when we call each other bitches, we ain't really calling each other bitch. We're using the word. Right, right. So it's like, you know, that is a gray line. But then at the end of the day, that's kind of part of, I think, being in this country. Like everybody kind of learns gray here. Learns gray? Everybody has to learn gray. With the law here, like you got to learn how to, the, where the gray is at. Because there's a, the, everything is so black and white that you got to go gray a lot in the United States. So it's like you kind of learn that. And I think that's everyone's, every, you're right, everyone's mentality is where yeah. the gray is. Like, where is this that I can push it? If the mile says 35, I can go 40 is the gray. Right. Let's be realistic, people. 45 is pushing, is breaking the law. 35, 34 is at the law or under. 36, 37, 38, 40. <laughs> we cruising. So I think you're right about that, but also you need to know when you set your limitations of like, how far am I going to push it? How long am I going to push this? How far can I go with this? Um, yeah, but then again, you also have to be responsible. Like as a woman, like to me, to me, mm-hmm. if you're going to involve yourself with a person that makes decisions that are life-threatening, that's a decision that you've made that can risk your life as well. Absolutely. So it's like, I don't know why people act shocked and amazed. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive. But, like, in the environment that I grew up in, personally, mm-hmm. the recommendation was always don't mess with them boys because that's how you get caught up or you get killed. Like, it's right. just, it was just that simple, very simple to the point. And it's like it wasn't sugar-coated because it would happen. Mm-hmm. And you know what kind of made me think of As women, we need to make better decisions. Understand. You feel me? Because if you dating a person that the cops are looking for, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, and I feel like, even on that element like you got to make better decisions so that's why sometimes when I see women signing up for these unstable situations with men that are reckless like you're not making a good decision right you're putting yourself in places past history which is an unfortunate because when you remove yourself from that anything can people can still associate sometimes with that person and that's the unfortunate part too because then also that brings you into people knowing old you 
knowing old personalities, knowing old people used to hang with, when in reality, you're not that person. You don't deal with or not a part of or with those folks anymore. And right. sometimes, and that's really, I think that when, like for me growing up, I really separated myself from those past people. Like I, people I used to date or like used to be in, in, in drug dealing or pills and all that other good stuff. I really separated myself from that where you can't associate me as that person I was before. And if you know right. me from being that person before, you don't even know me anymore, essentially. You don't know me. But I will say, this did bring me a reminder when you sent me the topics. Love after lockup. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect example of, and that's, I will say, because I know one or two people who have been in that same circumstance of love after lockup, of meeting someone, of them coming home. And you're like, this person has a rap sheet of some sort, but this woman is- Well, no, they're they're currently incarcerated. It's not having a rap (laughs) sheet. This person is currently incarcerated and they're dating and then they come out of jail and they want to be like, like, that's not like, oh- I, you had a past 10 years ago. No, no we're talking no, no, no. about this person is actively incarcerated. <laughs> and right. so, and that is choice making also. Like that is a risk those women take or men, because men have to do it too. That that's something I can't, I can never, <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't, but, I don't think I can meet you in that space and be, I don't, I think that's hard for me to let go. I think that that's a weird way to meet. And honestly, um, like the women that were like obsessed with the serial killers and like, they like, that's another example. And the guys like like, doing life, but they're like, they love him and they're like, and they marry him him and they marry them. Like you are stepping. So when this man comes out and lives with you and he's still, he's supposed to be this great, fantastic person. And then duh, bitch, he turns out to still be the criminal he was prior to going in don't be surprised that you got caught up and fell into that world or that space. You chose this. You're aw- he didn't hide it from you. You knew where you met him at. Right. Like, I don't think that that's what they're worried about. <laughs> I think that what they are concerned with is that this person is exciting and that this person's magically going to change or they're okay with what they did. Like, it's just like, I don't think it has nothing to do with, being shocked I think it just has to do with that you're attracted to that type of person is that an attraction I need to look it this has up. to like, be I mean they have like websites to date prisoners so that's like an attraction that's not like I can't like I, I just don't I don't Tim I guess I can never find that attractive and I and I understand <laughs> <laughs> like so like I think if if the person was super like if I met them out and about in a bar maybe Right. And then learn about them five years down the line. I'll be like, God, what? You did what? Right. Then that's something I have to sh- work with, right? Like I have to work within myself, decide if this is okay. what I want. Like, I have a scenario for you then. I have a Go scenario ahead, for you. Okay. Please. Let's say that you meet a guy one morning while you guys are both ordering coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And we're both online and we just happen to start talking and there's a stupid long line. So there's time to talk now. Right. Mm-hmm. So you two are talking. He seems like a great guy. You guys exchange either social media or, or phone numbers, whatever. And you guys start messaging each other. And then another day you guys meet up and go for lunch and it's dope. And then you guys keep messaging each other. And then you guys go on a date. And one thing leads to another month later, you see in this person. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Then that person feels comfortable enough four months into the relationship to tell you, listen, what I really do is break the law for a living. Fill that in with whatever you want. You see what I'm saying? So does that now make you say that you're going to be high and mighty on your morality horse and say, I, I want to know what you're going to say. I truly do. <laughs> um, I'd be like, okay, thank you for sharing. What, uh, are you bringing it to my house? One. <laughs> okay. Right? Uh, how long has it been going on for? Or like, how long have you been doing this for? And what is, I think now at 33, my, my question is, what is the long-term goal of this? If this is what you're going to keep doing? That's a fair question. Like, what, it, I think really I'd be intrigued. Like, what interests you this? Like, how did you start at this? At not one point did you say, I'm done. By the way, you've um, told me all the actions you're going to take and then interview this motherfucker at the end. So tell me how this started. Now all of a sudden you in it, girl, please. I think, <laughs> I, think I think in that moment, I'd probably be more intrigued and be like, it'll spark my whole brain of like, I need to know more. Curiosity killed the cat. Just cute. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't kill this cat. So... <laughs> I want, I want to know more. I'd be intrigued, but I think down the line, long in the long form, if as long as if it starts inter, inter, interfering with me or my livelihood or my you know space and thoughts and areas, it takes me out of my norm. Then it's not for me. Okay. But if I met you incarcerated, I know what you're bringing to the table. If I met you clean cut on a regular day. I'm learning you. You're introducing me to yourself and you're te- like, you know what I mean? Like I'm learning of you. Okay. That's, and I, I think, think, and I think that it's a very easy to think from the outside looking in. That's yeah. my opinion. It's very yeah. easy to, to be very moral and have strong views on things when you're not actually living it. So therefore right. I hope that if that is the case and that you do find something that doesn't give you security for your future, that you're going to be, strong enough to say I'm the way you just said it I hope I have that to happens. Leave this. yeah because I don't know if that's necessarily the outcome in every situation another scenario <laughs> if you were chatting online only with the person let's say on a tinder or bumble and just purely chatting you guys with months of talking but then later you learn he's incarcerated the person you've been chatting with the whole time has been in jail and they're coming out within two weeks. Does that really happen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, wow, that's a fucking curveball. Um, nah, I'm not okay with that. Me, I wouldn't be okay with that. I would not. Real shit. Because I feel like that shit to me is like, you are a scammer-ass motherfucker. Like, that's how I'm going to look at it. Like, it's like you scammed me for months. What are right. you capable of? Like, that just shows me so much more about your character that's not even funny. Like, it's like... When people move certain ways, you got to pay attention. And that move is not good. And I love that you said that. That's true. It's starting as a scam. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's, it's because it started as a scam, because we're talking back and forth, yes, and you're on a daily. But the reality is, you're not outside. <laughs> Your location may be wherever bubble fuck, but you're not, like, you know, like, it's just, that's just a weird I mean, that shit is uh, deceitful. But see, you know this person because of already 
the connection and what you created with them. But there's nothing wrong with the connection. You should have just told me what it was. Like, it's like, to me, it's like, give me the problem now so I can deal with it. You feel me? Like, don't, I think that's deceitful. I don't, yeah. it's deceitful. And I'm very surprised. And Jesus Christ, I'm afraid to ever be single again. I didn't even think that was possible. Oh, it makes me deathly afraid to Seriously. ever be single. I, and that occurred to someone I know. So I'm just like, uh, I couldn't do that. Like I couldn't, that's right. why I don't even want to log on to these websites. I'd be like, what's the point? They either going to kill me or already in jail. Oh no, <laughs> come on. Uh, no, don't let that do that. That's <laughs> no. not that serious. I know it's, safe out there but like it's just one of those like one of those things where you're just like is that what's really out there like if this is what examples people share with you like is that is that why you want me to log on (laughs) i understand i get it trust me i get it but i don't i don't think that that's the majority of the outcome you know what i'm saying like those are one-offs and people always share the bad news remember that true they do do. speaking of that's great i love to segue into female friendships because would you be talking to your female friend about the guy that you met that's incarcerated? Or would you keep that to yourself because now you just don't want women to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like sometimes if you're not very proud of how you met the guy, you don't really want to tell nobody. But if you're not proud, like, sorry, I'm going to go on a go ahead. No, but go ahead. But like, for me, I think, and again, this probably goes to my moral compass and like how I go. When you're right. proud of something, you're fucking proud. Like, you're shouting it from the mountaintops. Like, I'm not saying you need to post it. I'm not say- saying you need to, like, constantly be sharing, talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But there's, I can I can read and I can feel off of our conversations, our text messages. Our or if lunches, it comes up, it should be it comfortable for up. you to say it. Right. Right. It's like, it's, you should be boasting differently and things like that. Like Diana, I know you are happy because I see you and I can read happiness, right? We can talk happiness, but, and you can post happiness and I can register that without being superly dive deep involved in yours. Right. But I know I can sense that when you're like, oh yeah, I've been dating this guy for three months and where, you know, and you're like, bitch, damn, I didn't even know you was talking to somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or when you like, or when you go, oh, me and my boo are getting engaged. Bitch, who is what? <laughs> but we're friends? Like, that's, right. to me, that's like, right. Right. what is this? There's something in there that, that I'm not supposed to be a part of, that I'm not, I'm not. Is it the friendship at this point, or is it that there's something? Because that's another question. Is it that it, that makes you kind of look at the chick like, damn, we ain't that cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I thought me and you was cool, and, like, we not. Like, because, that's how I'm going to react, too. Like, we not that cool. Well, also, then, it means that you know already I'm not going to like this person. It and means, I'm also going to read the information, like, we ain't that cool. Like, if you ain't sharing with me that you're going to marry somebody, you feel me, like, Something's wrong with you and I, and something's wrong with that person. Right. And that's clear as day. And it's enough that you know me enough that I'm not going to like this person, the circumstance, the situation, or what you got, whatever it is. So you protected me and you from that conversation. And that's the reality of it. But yeah, like if you're discreet about something and, but yet you say you're proud of it, it doesn't go hand, that doesn't go hand in hand. I can understand what you're saying, though. I get it. But then again, that's... Privacy is something else, too. Yeah, but a lot of men move like that. And I don't mean to, like, 
I don't mean to like say that men are hiding women. What I'm saying is that men move like that. Like you yeah. don't, you don't, there's some people out there that they move so quiet that you have no idea what's going on. And it's right. kind of weird. And you're like, Dad, you got a whole wife? And the whole kids. family? It's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never saw that. So it's like, I feel like sometimes that's a little odd. Yeah, no, and and I think those, you get, see, those are like the cheater type of men. <laughs> Don't say we, that, Marley. They're private. private. <laughs> there are some guys, like, it's just all personality type. And I think it's all just yeah. off of reading sometimes and something with the physical. But I do, I do think that if you're proud of your relationship, if you're um, happy, if you're excited, if you're want to shout it from the mountaintops, do so. You're free to do so. That's if you want to keep it private, enjoy it. Simple, enjoy it however enjoy you want to enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy however you want to enjoy it. But with your friends, your close family members, and those kind of things, don't hide it because they can't be there for you. They can't help you. They can't relate. They can't have conversations with you. You know, if you need in, in need of a circ of a crisis or in need of a moment for someone to share or lean on, we got nothing to give you as a friend because I know nothing of this anymore. Like, I feel like I don't know that per. I, does that make sense? Yeah, of course. I get it. But then again, like, that's very layered. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. sometimes the person's embarrassed. Sometimes the person's in an abusive mental state. Like, there's a lot of factors. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of, you got to kind of be a little sensitive as to like, oh, like you said, like, is if you've taken this long to open up about this, something might not be okay. So you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? So it's like, sometimes you got to be a little bit more... And I can say it for myself, a little more tolerant. At times, I'm a little intolerant with things that I find to be uh, ignorant. So it's like, Same. you know what I mean? And that's not okay. You shouldn't we be. We can't just way. snap that quickly. Like, we yeah. can't. But also, how do you feel about, like, when you give a friend multiple chances? Like, you help them and they still revert back to it. Or, like, I think, I think one of the things that I'm most fearful of is the friendships that have those conditional um uh, terms and agreements to the relationship you feel me like <laughs> like we're really close and really cool un unless you are a b and c like if you know like the homegirl that disappears every time she finds a dude you feel me like after the right. third dude you're like I don't really know if I really want to invest energy into this relationship or like the friend that's always inconsistent and never shows up and every time they say they're coming they don't come you stop inviting them you see what I'm saying so it's like or the person that's constantly late, always, you know what I'm saying? So it could, it don't always have to be like secrets or whatever, but sometimes it could just be in just the way that you go about your day and the way that I go about my day. It's like, we value time differently. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like those things, I don't know how to put it, you know, like it kind of makes you feel like, I'm not sure if I want to continue to invest the energy into this relationship. So it's like, that's giving a person multiple chances to me. You see what I'm saying? It's like you, it doesn't always have to be like a tragedy. It could just be like, yo, I don't like this about this person. Yeah. And that's all apart growth. We've had that conversation several times where as you get older, you just move on. Things just, just fall apart as they may not because you don't want to longer like that person. You don't longer care for the person. It's well, just something like you don't like that person is, is that you are no longer in the space that they're in. Or that made you guys have something in common. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like your interests have just shifted in a way. You know what I mean? Right. 
You're so right. that's why I think it's hard to like make friends now. Like, what do you think as like a woman in her thirties? Like, do you feel like it's possible to actually develop friendships with women? With so when I moved to Seattle, I had no friends. I knew nobody. And that was one of my bigger fears. I was like, bitch, you just turned 30 and you got to make friends out here in a new state. <laughs> like that's, and I remember, I don't know if it was on a podcast or on a TV show or in a somewhere. I don't remember where I heard it, but on the podcast, TV show or movie somewhere, a guy goes, women who are 30 and move to a new place, over 30 and move to a new space or place or brand new to an area, trying to make friends are weird and they're crazy. <laughs> And I was like, well, there goes my entire, like, what am I going to do? Like, what if people hear this? That's harsh. (laughs) Like, there's something wrong with them was like literally what he's implying. Right. So, but I will say it's, it's hard, but it's not so hard. Finding friends, I think you have to find your space. You have to hope wherever you are. Like, if you're like, if you start going to a gym, like yoga classes or something, gyms that are more intimate are easier to find friends or like a good way to start conversations. Um, I found my friends when I moved to Seattle at work and we actually just meshed really well. So I was blessed with that. So then when I went on to other jobs, I still had those friends. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. It's just, you really have to be able to open yourself to say, I'm new here. (laughs) I know nobody. Like you don't have to say, I don't know nobody because then that's, you know, that kind of gets scary, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good advice, opening up and just being vulnerable and saying, hey, it'll be nice Can to I, spend time together because you're right. Do you want to go to dinner? Do you yeah. want to go to lunch? Do you want to check out this bar? Um, do you want to go this, you know, this smoothie place after class? Like, that's how you kind of gel it. It was very difficult for me in the first year mm-hmm. because I've always been a person who doesn't mesh work and life together. But in that circumstance, I had to mesh those two together right. to be reality, mm-hmm. to make the best of my circumstance. So I think it's possible. It's yeah. hard. I think it's definitely possible. I just think that one thing I've noticed about as you get older, like you have a lot of seasonal friendships. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, we get along really, really well for like a couple of months and like, and then it kind of like fades away because whomever gets busy you know mm-hmm. and it and once someone gets busy then it's like you know we gotta we gotta make an attempt to hang out again and it's gonna be in the far future <laughs> <laughs> i love calendar dates though like, yeah i loved a couple of my friends were so busy that like it was a calendar invite we had to put right. it in but i loved it because it was set right that's we true we were gonna do it because we planned this shit out and it kind of made you excited, like, oh, shit, I have this, this right. thing with Mariah. Oh, fuck, we're going to get fucked up. Like, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, that kind of gives you that. And that's adult friendships, as I like to call them. They're not that right. last-minute thing. But you do, it does, seasonal, I like the word. Because mm-hmm. even here, like, winter comes, ain't nobody doing nothing. Well, I mean, those, then you got those close friends that come over. Then that's, right. like, a different vibe. That's, like, the friend that you hang out with at the crib with the PJs on, you know? Like, right. we're, we're friend friends. <laughs> we're friend friends. Or, yeah. like, the di- like oh, invite you and your significant other for right. dinner. Like, those little small dinner party friends. So I think it's all in, in segments. But making friends is, is hard at 30. Because some is. people have their set core groups already at that time. And, and it's also, like, and I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes when when people are trying to get close to you 
and then you don't understand whether it's because they want to be your friend or because they like something that you bring to the table you know how there's these two different type of relationships Mm -hmm. so it's like once you figure that out you're just like oh okay so you didn't really want to be my friend you know what I mean like you kind of just wanted to like I get it cool that's all right you know what I'm saying like there's nothing wrong with it but once you get that that moment that click you're like oh okay she used me for what she wanted me for (laughs) but that's also in almost in the same circumstance as a criminal act Oh, wouldn't that person still be a criminal at the end of the day for sort of like using you for what you bring to the table? They're literally like, like if let's say, are you, you a are, criminal when you do it to others? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I mean, like we all do it. I think we all do it. I think we all butter up people, bring them around and then be like, Oh, I heard you know how to record a podcast. I heard they're hiring at your job. (laughs) (laughs) That we have all done. So don't. We have all been in that circumstance and in that space. Right. Um, yeah, I you know what for me, because I'm planning on hoping to move again, I'm like, that's one of those things that I do fear though, is work figuring out how to make friendships again. Yeah. That's one of my bigger factors of like where should I move to or where am I going to move to next? Yeah. I gotta make friends when I go there and I think in a way it's kind of exciting you get to meet new people I, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of friends from different states I love it I love friendships love like that it. because like if I'm hitting up your state or your city like it's nice oh let's meet up let's hang out like I think that's one of the best parts of having friends from different places and that's why whenever a friend of mine is moving to another state I'm excited I'm like girl yeah you know what I'm saying so yeah. like it's fun so I think that's pretty cool too just having like that ability to kind of fly out to see friends like it'll be yeah. nice yeah it's a it's a big it's a it's a nice plus having friends in different states is a nice plus for sure now i think that we should get into some of our recommendations of the week molly what you got this week i finished watching a movie called the devil all the time on oh. netflix okay and, you know, I'm not into heavy, scary, not scary, but, like, bloody-ish things. It does have some blood. It's just drama. It's dramatic. It's two and a half hours. It's just dramatic movie. I liked it because the storyline kind of intertwined together. Um, I enjoyed it. But that's my recommendation is, I think it's called The Devil All the Time. Or The Devil Always on Time. Some, something with the devil, guys. The devil doesn't show up, thankfully, but it's a great movie. Very, yeah, it it just, it's very dramatic. I like suspenseful thriller uh, thought. Movies you have to think as you're watching. So that's my recommendation this week. That's all I've been, uh... oh, and I've been watching The Money Pit, which is also a 90s, 80s movie with Tom Hanks. I cried laughing. I cracked up the entire time watching it. So that's what I've been watching, just old movies and new movies. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, my recommendation for this week is um, I'm kind of missing some Spanish music, and I'm kind of missing going out dancing, and I'm kind of missing that vibe. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. So um, I'm going to recommend, for those of you who have Apple Podcasts, because that's where I listen on it too. There's a, a person that was on our podcast a, 
couple of episodes ago, I want to say maybe multiple episodes ago, uh, <laughs> the elephant, the DJ, Frank mm-hmm. Roth. So he has elephant radio on Apple Podcasts, oh, nice. and it's really cool because there's a lot of different mixes, and the mixes are like, let's say 25 minutes, and it's like 25 minutes of everything that you like on that specific topic or genre. So it's pretty dope. I like it a lot. I find myself listening to it a lot. He has like an Aventura one that's great. He has um, a 90s one that's excellent. He has a Drake one that's really cool. So just whatever you're into, very versatile. I even think he has a Britney Spears one. So it's like you get Ooh. to just like kind of vibe <laughs> out. I say that just to show the, the, the difference in dynamics. So if you have an Apple phone and you can go on your podcast app, just go to Elephant Radio. I think it's pretty dope. I love also, by the way, another recommendation is updating your iPhone if you have to the iOS 14. I think it's sleek, it's nice, it's smooth. Uh, Apple Music looks better. Apple Podcasts feels better also. Like, that's a fantastic update that I just appreciated that nice. occurred. What like, have, you, nice uh, have you looked into the packages now? Do you have that package now? Where you get the, like, it's now twelve ninety nine, whatever 99 whatever 99 and you get different tiers? I haven't looked at that yet. Okay. I, haven't I was just curious that. if anyone's tried it and see if it's worth it. That's for like all the platforms and stuff, yeah. or like all the pieces. You get Apple have- TV included as well, which is pretty cool. That's pretty nice. You get the monthly subscription with Apple TV. You get the iTunes, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. the iMusic, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And you also get to get storage. So I, I haven't looked into it enough to really understand it, but I was just curious if you had tried it. Apple TV, they still need to work on. I'll just be honest with that. They have some, some tweaking to do there. Now I've never tried free. it. Right, right. That's the other kind. But um, these are great recommendations. I'm definitely going to check out that radio station. I think uh, you'll enjoy it. Because sometimes I just need a little bit like a small, quick mix for like a drive or like just something to wake me up in the middle afternoon or something like that. So that sounds fantastic. I'm excited to check that out. Well, don't forget to follow us at Fresh Mondays Podcast on Instagram as well as on Facebook and on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to also subscribe when you meet us on YouTube. There's a button somewhere somewhere down there below for you to click on. You can follow me at Love Marley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. And you can check out Diana. At I am Diana C underscore. I am Diana C underscore. And guys, I'm uh, remember, hit us up if you ever want to join the conversation if you have any recommendations and make sure to follow and share and every Monday we'll try our best to keep hitting you guys with a new episode yes and as always have a great Monday you gotta press stop